and my sisters, we want to talk to us this morning from the subject, how to gain God's direction, how to gain, how to secure God's direction. In the third chapter of Proverbs, Mm -hmm. we read these words, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not on thine own understanding. In all thy ways, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall Direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord. Yes. And depart from evil. Yes, God. Hallelujah. As you peruse this scripture, you'll find that there really is three commands associated with it and one blessing. Three commands and one blessing. So I want you to be kind enough to turn to your neighbor and somebody and say to them, turn to your neighbor, say to them, I'm all in. I want to be directed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. My brothers and my sisters, self-sufficiency and self-confidence have been the ruin of mankind. Ever since the fall, self-sufficiency and self-confidence have been the ruin of mankind. Man's sin has been to live independently without God in the world. As a result of our reluctance to seek guidance from above, we have found ourselves in a lost condition all over this world. We're losing. In the language of the text, we have striven to lean on our own finite understanding, our own feeble and fallible understanding. Living well, living the life we were designed to live begins with acknowledging the frailty of our own understanding and the foolishness of our own wisdom. It starts with acknowledging the fact that left to our own devices, we cannot live well. We cannot live the life that God has designed us to live. The brokenness of this world, the brokenness of our lives, is that direct result of men and women leaning on their own understanding. It is a direct result of you and I being wise in our own eyes. But if we acknowledge our lack, we can also acknowledge that God is good. How many people have tried to navigate their life on their own? 
And in the end, fighting a losing battle. The truth be told, we need somebody bigger than I, bigger than ourselves to lead us along the way. One hymnologist cried out rightly, where could I go without the guidance of the Lord? He said, living below in this old sinful world, hardly a comfort can afford, striving alone to face temptation sword, where could I go but to the Lord? Where could I go? Where could I go seeking a refuge for my soul, needing a friend to help me in the end? Where could I go? Neighbors are kind. I love them, everyone. We get along in sweet accord. But when my soul needs matter from above, where could I go but to the Lord? The text writer Solomon this morning, the king of David, the son of King David, uh, this morning gives us three commands that assures the blessed guidance and leadership of the Lord. One writer had rightly called uh, to the Lord, I am weak and I need thy strength and power. Help me over my weakest hour. Let me through the darkness thy face to see. Lead me, O oh Lord, lead me. Help me tread in the path of righteousness. Be my aid when Satan and sin oppress. I'm putting all my trust in thee. Lead me, O oh Lord, lead me. I'm lost. If you take your hand from me, I'm blind without that light to see. Lord, just always let me servant be. O oh Lord, lead me. Lead me. Guide me along the way. Lord, if you lead me, I cannot stray. Lord, let me walk each day with thee. Lead me, O oh Lord, lead me. My brother and my sister, we need the light of Jesus Christ to lead us in this dark world. But lest we linger too long this morning, the first command is to trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Somebody said, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. If you want him to lead you, first of all, you got to trust him. Trust and obey for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. This is what Solomon says to his son about how to live and live well in these times. In those three simple verses, we find an incredible amount of guidance from God. Trust him. The word trust in the Hebrew means to lean with a full body, lay upon, to rest the full weight upon. How many times have I told you, and you heard me say, when I get on that airplane, I don't put my full weight down. No, no, I don't put my full weight down on the airplane. Well, when you trust God, you got to put your full weight down. You got to rest in the law. And I think the word trust means to rely upon or have confidence in, but the Hebrew word is stronger. It has the idea of stretching yourself out upon and bed and resting on a hard surface. The word means to put your full weight on something. To trust in the Lord is to rest your whole weight upon him and depend on him completely. You see, the world has taught us that we are very capable of handling ourselves. We are very, very capable of handling anything that comes our way. We have that invictus complex. I am the master of my fate and the captain of my soul. Never was a bigger lie told. Not one of us can master our fate and surely none of us can captain our soul. Many main methods don't include the power of God, but only that of man. As a child of God, put your trust in him 
instead of the many ways of the world. It's not like trusting someone who doesn't know all about you. It's not like trusting somebody who doesn't know anything about you. God knows us in and out. He knows our upbringing and he knows our down sitting. There's a story about an old model T Ford that was pulled off to the side of the road with the hood up. And a young man was trying desperately to get it running. He had been working at it for a long time without any success. When a beautiful chauffeur-driven limousine stopped behind him. And a well-dressed man got out. And he watched the little fella working for a while. And finally suggested that he make a minor adjustment in one part. The young man was skeptical, but nothing else had worked. So he did what he was told. Now, said the man, your car will run. Crank it up. So the young man cranked it up once, and sure enough, the engine started running as if it were brand new. The young man was so amazed that this man knew so much about cars, so he asked him, how did you know exactly what to do? Well, the other man said, I'm Henry Ford. I made the car, so I know all about it. My brothers and my sisters, God made us. Come on, help me, Holy Ghost. God made us. And he knows all about us. No one knows us better than our creator and savior. No one can better fix us to do God's will. When you trust in God with all your heart, it means that you leave no room for doubt, no room for dubiosity. You believe that what he said, because you know he's always right and will never deceive you. God sees the bigger picture and therefore knows what lies ahead of you and what you don't see. Trust in God in every situation and relationship in your life. Yes. Trusting God comes naturally when you know him. Yes. Did you hear me? Yes. Did you hear me? I said trusting in God comes naturally when you know him and you know how he works. It's hard to trust someone you don't know and can't rely on. God is trustworthy and faithful and has proven himself throughout the Bible. When you spend time to read the word, when you spend time to read the scripture, you will know that God and his ways and be familiar with his will. God expects that you trust him with all your heart. And I tell you, all means all, and that's all, that is all there is to it. Nothing is left. When we don't trust him wholeheartedly, we question his abilities and we question his plan. But God moves in a mysterious way. His way is wonders to perform. He plants his footsteps sometime on the sea and rides upon the storm. His ways and his thoughts are higher than our ways. Let, let, me, let me try to show what, I'm, what, you, what I mean. That was one day, one of God's saints was having a difficult time understanding what God was doing in his life. And God used a simple truth to teach him a great truth. This saint said he was taking his cat to the sink to give it a bath. His cat, Madeline, Madeline, not Madeline Hardy. His cat, Madeline, had a skin condition that required weekly baths. And she hated them and fought, fought him like crazy. The vet said, i tell you what to do. You put the special cat shampoo on her and let her soak in it for a few minutes. In order to do that, he would place the cat in a cat carrier with a blanket and let it sit there for a few minutes. But as he was placing the soaked and upset cat in the carrier, God spoke to his heart. He said, tell the cat what you're doing. And he replied, I can't. Tell the cat, God, I, I, I don't talk cat. I can't speak cat. I'm doing this for his own good. God said to him again, go ahead. Tell the cat why, what you're doing and why you're doing it. 
You said, I can't, Lord. I can't explain why. It's for its own good, Lord. Just then it hit him that God was saying that while you can't understand my ways, they are sometimes always for your good, just like the cat. That the why may be beyond your understanding or it may reveal it to me later, but God does things for his own reason, in his own timing and in his own purposes. You can't hurry, God. You have to wait, my brother. Just obey his word. As you have heard, keep on calling on him. And in some way or another, God will answer your prayer. God always comes through. Can I get a witness here this morning? You heard him say in Romans 8, 28, all things work together for good for those who love the Lord, for those who are the called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Praise God. I need somebody right here to help me say, if God be for you. Hallelujah. I need somebody to say, if God be for you. Who can be against you? I need somebody to say, well, no weapon formed against you when you know what God is all about. People will fail you, brothers. People will disappoint you. But God will never let you down. God's word is right and true, and you can go to the bank on that. I heard a story of a ship that was sinking in the middle of the storm, and the captain called out to the crew and said, does anyone here know how to pray? One man stepped forward and said, yes, I know how to pray. And then the captain said to him, wonderful, marvelous. You pray while the rest of us put on our life jackets. We're one short. People will fail you. People will send you, my brother, down. But the Lord will take care of you. Psalm 33 and 4 says, for the word of God is right. And all his works are done in truth. God is faithful and always stands by his word. He's our helper, and he will help you when you don't know what to do. He will never leave you. Can I get a witness here? That's right. Never forsake you. Trust God always, and your path will be secure and stable. Second of all, the Bible says in this divine trilogy, it says lean not on thy own understanding. To lean means to rest upon something for partial support. Leaning is what you do when you walk with a cane, a hole, or onto a walker because you're unsteady. This word is used for leaning against a tree or a stone cliff. You lean on something when you're not strong enough to stand alone. Lean not on your own understanding. Understanding refers to the mental processes by which you analyze a problem, break it down into smaller parts, and then make a decision about what you're going to do. Early in the morning when you make a list of all those things you have to do that day, you need to use your understanding to sort out your priorities. Oh, it's what you use on Sunday night when you map up your oncoming uh, week. That's understanding. You use it anytime you plan your life to solve a problem. Understanding is decision-making ability that God has given you. Many times we try to figure things out of a situation. While you're trying to figure it out, God has already worked it out. Can I get a witness here this morning? So lean not upon your own understanding. You know, we love being in control and we tend to stay away from anything that makes us lose our grasp in, in our situation. That's why the Psalmist 46 and 10 said, be still and know. Hallelujah. Let go of your idea. Let go of your invention and allow the wisdom of God to prevail. Your opinion should not rank higher than what our God because you don't know, always know the truth about something. You have to let go 
and of what you think you know so that God can show you the real truth. You may have biased opinion based on false beliefs. God has given us a spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit to show us the truth in every situation. When you take the word lean and bring it in the idea of understanding, then add the negative. The meaning is something like this. Use all your mental power, but do not lean on them for your support. Don't trust in your own ability to figure out your life. Lean instead on the Lord. Rest on him. Stay with him. He knows how much you can bear. Thirdly, Solomon said, if you acknowledge him in all your ways, he will direct your path. Anybody here know what I'm talking about? Anybody here understanding what I'm saying? Anybody here listening to me? Anybody know that if you trust him, if you, he will acknowledge him, he will direct you all of your path. That little word, if, is a condition that God lays down for your blessed direction. If you acknowledge him, if you acknowledge him. Acknowledge can be hard to understand. In Hebrew, it means an imperative. It means a command. You could translate this by saying, in all your ways, know the Lord for yourself. To know the Lord means you know him for yourself. You've been born again. And it's not knowing about him. It's knowing him for yourself. A lot of folk know about him. Uh, but to acknowledge him, you got to know him for yourself. Let me tell you something. When you know the Lord for yourself, he will direct your path. When you have a deep, personal, intimate knowledge of Jesus Christ, he will direct your path. When you know God for yourself in every area of your life, he will direct your path. I wish I had one or two witnesses here that would testify that if you know him for yourself, he will direct your path. If you know him for yourself, he will make your way straight. If you know him for yourself, he will make your enemies let you alone. If you know him for yourself, you see a lot of folk don't know him, they just heard about him. You remember what Job said, Job said, Lord, I heard about you, but now I know you for myself. I've seen you for myself. If you know him for yourself, he will make your enemies come in one way and go out another way. If you know him, he will turn stepping stones and make your enemies your footstool. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? If you know him for yourself, I need somebody to talk back to me. If you know him, he'll fight your battle, won't he? If you know him, he'll be a light for your salvation. You will fear him. He will walk with you through the valley and the shadow of death. And let goodness and mercy accompany you all the days of your life. If you acknowledge him, he will run your cup over. If you acknowledge him, he will make a way out of no way. Somebody here know what I'm talking about. If you acknowledge him, he will put food on your table. If you acknowledge him, he will make your way straight. If you acknowledge him, he will be a friend when you're friendless. If you acknowledge him, he'll be a father for you when you're fatherless. You heard the knowledge you said, I've seen the lightning flashing. I've heard the thunder roll. I felt sin break a dashing, trying to conquer my soul. But I've heard, hallelujah, the voice of Jesus telling me still to fight on. He promised. Anybody here know he promised? He promised never, never to leave me. Never to leave me alone. Let me try to get out of here. You know, uh, Tony Evans, a popular black preacher down in, in Texas, he spoke 
One time he was on an elevator in a high-rise building. He said he had never been particularly comfortable on such elevators. I've been there myself. There was something about riding up and down in a little box several hundred feet off the ground that had never set well with him. He worried that something would go wrong. Well, one day it did. The car he was riding in got stuck in between floors, way up in the higher floors. He noted that some of the people in the car became frantic and frustrated. They began to beat on the door, hoping to get somebody's attention. The others began to yell in the hopes that their voices would get someone on the surrounding floor to come to the aid and rescue. But nobody heard their noise or their cry. Then Tony said he quickly made his way over to the front of the car. And he opened that little door in the wall and pulled out a telephone. Immediately he was connected with someone on the outside. He didn't need to beat on the wall to get their attention. He didn't need to speak loudly in the phone to receive help. He could have whispered and they would have heard him. Evan said, in this world, my brother and my sister, we're going to get stuck sometime. Hello, can I get a witness? In this world, you're going to get stuck sometime. We aren't comfortable with it. Some people begin to beat against the wall. Others crowd in dismay. But the person who trusts in the Lord, the person who tries to understand that God is on the other end. Can I get a witness in here? David put it like this. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. And he brought me out of a terrible pit. I stopped by here this morning to tell you if you trust God, God will take care of you. Him not just had it right, be not dismayed. Whatever betide, God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abide, God will take care of you. No matter what may be the test, God will take care of you. Lean with the water upon his breast, God will take care of you. Before I sit down, let me just tell you, I know what I'm talking about. I've been leaning on it a long time. And I have been running with Jesus a long time. And I ain't tired yet. I heard the voice of Jesus say, come unto me and rest. And I found in him a resting place. And he sure enough it made me glad. The door of the church would open. There might be somebody here this morning who does not know him, who won't acknowledge him for yourself. If you're out of the church this morning, we hear the word of God saying, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 